I'm Jake Cornell. I'm a comedian in New York City, and for the past 10 years, I've been living and breathing the restaurant industry. This is a show where I'll be talking to comedians, actors, bartenders, chefs, and restaurant owners about all things going out. We'll talk about restaurants, bars, staying in, drinking, not drinking, and whatever else we want. This is Going Out with Jake Cornell. that like almost like get worse after you have your first meal. I feel like most of the time- Yeah, like it sets in. Yeah. I've had that. Like most of the time I feel like having a big breakfast will kind of like make me feel better. But then there's those times where like, it just kind of like comes back even with more anger. Yeah, food in general is always the answer for me. David, my bestie, like he, when he's hungover, he literally can't eat food. Like he won't eat food for hours and hours and hours. And I'm like, the, the second I wake up, I need food. Oh yeah, I need something like really ready. Yeah, I don't like drink to the point of getting hungover that often anymore, but last night, like last night, like snuck up on me and I like was wasted by the end of the night. And I was like, this was not my intention. The only time I really feel like I get hungover, cause I, I've told you that I'm like one of those really annoying people that doesn't really get hangovers. Wait, really? I don't think I knew that. I, it's it Well, you're also 23. I'm 25, first of all. That's 23. <laughs> true. Um, <laughs> no, that's that's also true. But I mean, I'll, my boyfriend gets terrible hangovers. We're the same age and he cannot stand it because we'll wake up together and I'm like, ready for the day. Yeah, that's and amazing. And he wants to literally murder me. <laughs> I will tell you that something changed when I turned 27. I feel like that seems right. Like that, that seems was like the like age where something changed start. when I turned 27. I remember like shortly after turning 27 was the first time I had a hangover that was still going when I went to bed. Like I was like, oh, I was I was hungover the full day, the calendar day. So it's like 26 is when you get off your parents' insurance. 27 is when you first get a hangover. <laughs> yeah. Like I have so much to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I miss my parents' insurance so much. I know I'm still like my last year on. Uh, yeah, but you have a job. You'll you'll get insurance. Yeah. You'll be fine. I have a job. That's helpful. Yeah. That was not <laughs> always the case with me. Um, have that. you had any good eating, going out experiences? What was your last night? Last night I ate it. I ate at home and then went out and met. Um, or no, wait, that's literally not true. I went to Walter's last night. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Walter's with my manager last night. We had like a really, really nice time. I got the roast chicken, obviously. And then I went out with my I went out with my roommates and um, went to gay bars in the West Village. And this was the issue was and I'm not mad about this, but this is why I'm hungover. Is I <laughs> my roommate was getting the drinks like he was the one getting up to the bar. And then like after like a couple rounds, I was like, oh, I'll go get them this time. And when I went up and I ordered, and he was like, do you want to do doubles again? And I was like, oh, we've been drinking doubles. Yeah, that's that's how it'll happen. And that's and a gay bar double is like a legal quadruple. <laughs> like it's like really crazy. I was gonna say the only time I really do get hangovers is when I'm like when people are like shots and I like 
Yeah. I'll get pressure to do a shot. And like, I'm just not somebody that like needs to do that. Like, no, based on your size, I don't think that's like necessary. No, I can get, I get drunk <laughs> from like, like a, a glass a beer, of wine. I was going like, to say. I'm like everybody's mom at the restaurant. <laughs> like, I've had like my glass of Chardonnay and I'm like wild. <laughs> do you get, are you sensitive enough that like when you do tastings here for work, do you get tipsy? No, I wouldn't say. I mean, I'm I'm mostly kidding. I feel like my tolerance for my size is probably a little higher because I do drink a lot for for work. Um, it's really hard job, um, but no, I, I I don't really feel that way. The one thing that did happen recently is Keith and I were doing a tasting for NA wine for January, like dry January, and we didn't spit him because. They're NA, so right. like whatever. We'll just like sip each one, but each one has like 0.5 percent alcohol. Like they're allowed to have like a a, a certain amount. And oh, so they're not like safe for alcoholics. It's interesting. Like that is a conversation that's being had. Like some people feel like it's such a minimal amount. Right. Like, do alcoholics, like, if someone's in recovery, do they drink kombucha? Like, I'm genuinely asking. I think it's like a personal decision. But like, it is a point of concern for some people. It has to be. Yeah. No, I think yeah. so. some people are like really like, I feel like it's similar to almost like, like vegetarians and vegans where it's like everyone kind of has their own. Says their own, own like boundary. Yeah. Or boundaries. Cause like you could go really, really far and like not have honey or something, you know? There are some people, I know this from like my mom's work, like there are some people that consider drinking non-alcoholic beer not being sober because you're still doing like the ritual of it. Like you're not actually cutting out the behavior. Yeah. Okay, wait, so you, oh, did you get drunk from drinking all the NA wines? Well, we were just like sipping them over the course of a couple hours and by the end we were both being so silly and we were like, what is going on? Like, well, there's also we have this like minor, minor headache too and I think it was just like, the tiny amount of alcohol being drunk over such a long period of time just gave us like this really weird like head feeling Ugh. and like just kind of like, it wasn't good. It was more like probably a sugar rush than anything because all probably. the NA wines are like the amount of sugar in those things is, and also like NA, like like RTDs and stuff. What's an RTD? Like ready to drink. Like, you know, those like canned things. That oh, are like, like the Gia's? That one I think is actually less so, but a lot of the ones we were sent have like insane sugar contents and like- Are they just, sweet? Yeah. Okay. Like they'll use this a sweet a sweetening agents and then also like some sort of bittering agent to like mimic the flavor of alcohol. So they'll use like ginger or like intense like herbs to like mimic like gin or something. Interesting. Yeah. And is the are the NA wines just grape juice? Like what's happening? So I've never tried an NA wine. Okay. Um, <laughs> I will say I love NA beer. I love NA beer, and I like hot like seltzers. Athletic. I like hot, I like athletic. I like hot Bit, um, Bitburger Drive is a really good NA beer. Um, I'll get NA beers out if I'm like in the mood to be out and drinking, but don't want to drink alcohol. I'm a I big NA beer person. I, as someone that I just finished all the NA tastings for like all the categories, and beer I think it has the most like delicious products in that space. Yeah, I think in the other two. It's Being spirits and wine. Yeah, like spirits. We did, we're did. we doing one list of spirits slash like the RTD canned things. Do you know what is amazing though? What? Is the St. Agrestis Phony Negroni. That's like an incredible product. That's like one of my favorite NA beverages. I really like that one. Um, the list hasn't come out yet, so I won't like specify the other ones. But anyway, we... Uh, by the end of it, we were both like, we feel weird AF and like... Yeah. I, I, I don't know what it is. And... Well, there's also something like even when I have like an NA beer, like even like... I think like if you're at a bar and you drink an NA beer, 
and you normally drink alcohol, I think there is a little bit of like a psychosomatic, like you feel a little looser because it's like the taste of beer, the yeah. bar, like I think your brain does do something. So I would imagine if you drink a bunch sense. of any wine, it might be similar. But if it tastes nothing like wine, then maybe not. Yeah, a lot of them didn't. The, a lot, some of them are like verjus, which is like the, just like the unripened juice of wine grapes. And it kind of- Interesting. Yeah, it like has the like- the grapes are not ripe yet when they're harvested? Right, so then they juice them while they're like still young and they haven't gotten as sweet. So then the juice is more like oh. acidic. Um, so that's how some of them work. And then some of them are wines that after the fact have the alcohol removed and don't ask me how that process works. Cause I do not know. Interesting. It's like some. That feels like that would probably be the sweeter of the two. Cause then you're just left with the sugar, but I guess alcohol rem fermenting removes sugar. This is like the whole thing. Like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Some I of them are really sweet, it. but the ones that are like, some of them will add other ingredients that aren't just wine ingredients. Right, so Luann talked about that when she was talking about her NA wine. Right. Yeah. So some of them have like, um, you know, other types of juice in them or like tea. a lot of them have like tea. Yeah, because like the, well, the tannins. The tannins, yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, it's an interesting category, but I think that that one is way harder to mimic and make taste good than like a lager. Yeah, NA beers are definitely, and the NA, the hop waters are like better. Yeah, I like those a lot. I like those a lot. Anyway. Um, that is so interesting. Yeah, I'm really curious about, I think it's weird to make a product, like it's weird to me that there's any alcohol in it. It's weird to me that they would make an NA wine and have it be like 0.5%. It's like, then people like alcoholics can't drink it. Yeah, That's I think even the NA beers are like, most of them are like that, like Heineken Zero, it's like, I think it has. I mean, Bitburger Drive, it says very clearly on the label that it's 0.0% alcohol. Like there is no alcohol in it. Okay, interesting. I don't know, I think it. Especially because I feel like there couldn't be any alcohol in it if their branding is dry. Like the problem is that you can drive a car after you drink it. Like Right, that's fair. I don't know, I think even like athletic beers have a little bit, like a tiny Interesting. Percentage. Maybe it's, that's the difference between those and like hop waters because those definitely don't have any because that's just like, it's steeped in the hops. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. It's very interesting, I don't know. That's interesting. I do. I love the NA space. I think it's a very exciting space. Are you going to do dry January? <sighs> no, because I'm going on the cruise. So right, I'm not right, doing right. that dry. That's fair. I might do like a dry week or two. Um, yeah. I don't plan on doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's just because like I am like so steeped in the world of NA during January that it's like. Annoying. I think I, not really. It's just like it, I'm naturally not drinking that much because like all my like right. most of the times most of my drinking is at, like through like work things. Like I don't <laughs> when I go out with my friends, I don't drink that much. Um, right. So like if I'm doing all these NA tastings and all the NA like products are in our fridges, like that's what I end up drinking. That makes sense. I do want to try the Gia. That one looks interesting to me. We have a bunch of stuff I can send you home with. That's interesting. That's very interesting to me. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, I probably want to dry January, but I definitely try to drink less in the winter because I think it's like, I mean, it's like a depressing time. You're like inside. It doesn't feel like I'm more like, cause it's like, yeah, it doesn't feel good to like sit inside and like drink a bottle of wine. Like to yourself, it's like, this is a dark, you know what I mean? Yeah. It like, it reminds me of like that first COVID winter. Which I can't like, even get into that. Yeah. That was so bad. Yeah. I think we all became like mini alcoholics. Yeah, I mean, bad. that was bad. Like like winter 2021, yeah. that was like the darkest time. Yeah. I remember, it was rough. Oof, 
yeah. So as long as <laughs> anything's better than that. Yeah. So at least like you'd be able to like drink wine like with your friends <laughs> instead of totally, by yourself. Totally. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. I think that like the summer is the most fun time for like drinking because you can like sit outside and have cocktails and like hop yeah. around and you're not like freezing your ass off and like having to lug your coat everywhere. I know the coat. It's just like it was so cold last night. I was not into it. I know. <coughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I'm like, all right, the cruise is really making me like having a cruise in the future, like five warm days is really going to get me through the winter. When you think about being on that cruise, like what are you the most excited about drinking? Like in the tropical weather? Bubbles. Champagne. And yeah. Prosecco and stuff. I love a tiki cocktail, but I like like one. Yeah. So I'll do like one, but like otherwise I want bubbles. That's bubbles, bubbles, fair. bubbles. I like sharing. I, I like if I have someone that I can share a frozen cocktail with. Yeah, I mean, like, I can't drink them fast enough before they melt. Sure. Like, I'm gonna have a pina colada. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I'm at the beach and like that, that moment's happening. But like, I really do. I feel like we just talked about frozen drinks. But like, I really do feel like I shit. was just in Florida, and that's right. what I was very yeah, excited. Yeah. How about. was Florida? It was Florida. I mean, <laughs> I I like I liked it, and it's it's really like it was so nice to get out of like the New York weather and like have sun and like just be able to like be outside and it feel pleasant. <laughs> it was really nice, but it's funny. I was like, even like you just can't, ex you can't escape the Florida-ness of Florida. Yeah. And it's just. I've been in so long. Yeah. I, I There's something like really kitschy about it that I do enjoy. Like, you know, we, we stopped at like the super Walmart when we got there. So we could get <laughs> like, so we, so we'd get like our groceries and stuff we needed. And um, they were just selling fireworks in bulk. <laughs> okay, absolutely. So I was like, okay, we're here, we're in Florida. Like, <laughs> welcome back. We're at the Super Walmart. We're I mean, that's really going to like the watering hole to see like the wildlife though. Oh yeah, the Super Walmart. Where in Florida were you? Um, Del Rey. I, I, if, there's like three cities you can name and I know what they are and like vaguely where they are and that's not one of them. It's near like Boca Raton. Great. You know that one? Yes. Well, I live in New York, so you kind of have to know Boca. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because like all the Jewish, like it's like, they. I feel like you know a lot, like I feel like there's like that cycle of like people get born in Boca because their family moved there and then they move to New York and then they get older and then they move and back they to move Boca. back to Boca. Well, yeah, I do have like both my grandparents living in that area. <laughs> both oh, really? my sets of grandparents. That's so funny. So I got to, I actually saw my, my grandparents while I was there. So that oh, was nice. cute. And just lots of like eating and drinking around the the area we got to, there was this like really cute beach bar that had delicious frozen drinks and Ooh. we were just, we just like kept ordering them. <laughs> yeah, did you, and you weren't hungover? No. That would be tough on me. No, that's that's the weird thing. It's from that Vegas trip, I already said this on the podcast, but that Vegas trip really did, fro I'm like really sensitive to frozen drinks now. I can have like one. Yeah. Maybe the cruise will change me. We'll see when I get back from the cruise how I'm feeling. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, a lot of frozen drinks are literally, like cause you, they're so sweet. Like, well, they have to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're gonna be. A sh they're gonna be a, like a hangover if you get hangovers. Yeah. I don't know. We have these. What I really want to test myself with is we have. We were sent hard Mountain Dew. We have like cans of alcoholic Mountain Dew upstairs, and Sounds I'm just really like, scary. if I'm ever gonna get a hangover, like a true hangover, it's gotta. That's just for loco, right? <laughs> Is I it actually, caffeinated? I don't think it is. I think oh. it's just like the flavor of Mountain Dew. I, I can't, don't quote me on that. I don't okay, know. I'm fascinated. I kind of want to try it. I tried, wait, I saw Avatar in 40X. 
which was insane. But at the movie theater, they did, had. Did you shit your pants? <laughs> with my mouth wide open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did not. I whatever. They had, <laughs> they had. Um, I had never seen this before. They had nitro Pepsi. What does that mean? So you know how there's like like nitro it was, coffee, but like yeah, or like Guinness, like how it's like it's like it's like nitrogenated, not carbonated. Uh huh. So it's like a really fine foamy bubble. They can do that with soda. Yeah, and it's really bad. It's oh. really bad. <laughs> so they can, but they shouldn't. It, it it's essentially a flat Pepsi. Like it was so bad. What the fuck? I love soda, and I drank this, and I was like, this sucks. Like one of the worst products I've ever tried. Well, I feel like soda and beer are both like once they don't have bubbles anymore, they're disgusting. Something about that. Yeah. I mean, yes, in general. Especially like at a movie theater, you want that like fountain cold, bubbly soda. And this was like a foamy, flat soda. Are you somebody? With, well, first of all, do you get popcorn when you go to the movie? So, this, did I talk about this recently? Because this is like a huge thing I'm dealing with, which is that movie theater popcorn is making my tum tum hurt real bad as I get older. Oh, really? Like crampy. Of all the butter. It's not even, I don't think there's real butter on it. I don't put the butter on it. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. I always get the butter on it. I want I want my popcorn to be like soggy. That's a little Isn't intense for me. I don't know why, but I just like want it to be mostly butter. No, I like how salty movie theater butter. Maybe that's what hurts my stomach, but no, I don't love. Um, it makes my stomach hurt, but I do. I like. What the are taste. your snacks? Can't definitely a big soda, and then mm -hmm. usually a candy, like maybe a Twizzler, maybe a Sweet Tart Ropes, maybe like some sort of candy is usually happening. If and they have a slushy a machine, will you will you do that? I like um, the blue raspberry. If I'm getting a slushy, I'm gonna get the red one. Interesting. But I cherry. like the blue. But I love. I just love fake cherry as a flavor. Like synthetic cherry is always gonna be one of my my tops. So like, never the Coke one. I don't want the Coke one. I'd rather have a Coke than a Coke slushy, personally. Yeah, my sister used to get the cherry and the Coke one in a like one cup and it was like cherry coke and that is pretty good but yeah. I, like, I like the blue raspberry there's honestly. also there used to be like a cherry lemonade icy at 7-eleven and that shit was so bomb i used to get slurpees a lot from 7-eleven i actually forgot about this that was like a pre-pandemic thing that i just never went back to but i used Wait. to get slurpees from 7-eleven do you remember when they used to do the free slurpee day yeah where you could like bring any container well those are two different days there's free slurpee day and then there's bring your own container day okay I was thinking of the second one. Yeah, people bring like coffee pots. We yeah, we brought like a bucket one time. That's so stupid. <laughs> I know, but it was just like when you live in a suburb where there's nothing going on, like that. No, could, I get that it. could be like your whole exciting thing for the week. That was like free cone day. Like when I worked at Ben and Jerry's, oh, yeah. free cone day is like a a, a marathon. I it's used to crazy. wait crazy in a line down the block for free cone day. Absolutely. It's it was worth it every time. <laughs> I know. I'm like, when does free cone day? Ha do they do it in New York? I feel like it must because there's a Ben and Jerry's on St. Mark's. I don't know. I wonder. I love Ben and Jerry's. What's your flavor? I like. Okay, they have this one flavor that's milk and cookies, and it has. Mm -hmm. Okay, it has like Oreos and chocolate chip cookies in it. It's a good one. I like any flavor where I'm like mining for the chunks of something. So I like like cookie dough yep. and like any or like. Fun fact about Ben and Jerry's. I think it's Ben. The, okay, the, so I worked at Ben and Jerry's. Vermont. <laughs> I think it's Ben has um, anosmia. He doesn't have a sense of taste, which is why Ben and Jerry's has so many like swirls and chunks and textures because like all he experiences from ice cream is texture. So that's why Ben and Jerry's was one of the first places to like put a bunch of shit in their ice cream was because like Ben wanted interesting like mouthfeel because he doesn't actually have a sense of taste. Wow. Isn't that really interesting? I like that. That's an interesting fun fact. Yeah. I like, um, 
Americone Dream. Classic. So good. That's a classic. Anything I really respect your choices. Chunks. Yeah. What about you? So, I mean, like, I grew to have an appreciation of most of the flavors. Like, there are some that I think are bad. Um, but Do you like mint chocolate chip? Mint chocolate chip is my favorite classic flavor. Oh, I don't like mint. Okay, basically. I that's fine. The Ben & Jerry's <laughs> mint chocolate chunk is that's incredible. Fine. If I'm at a classic ice cream place, mint is, like, definitely the flavor I'm getting. And then Ben & Jerry's, the mint chocolate chunk is really powerful. Um there's been a lot of different ones. Like my favorite one. And I think the one I was obsessed with when I worked there was a temporary flavor that never came back. It was an Elton John themed flavor. It was called goodbye yellow brickle road. Okay. And it was, I think if I remember correctly, it was a chocolate ice cream with white chocolate chunks, peanut butter cookie dough, and then a butter brickle swirl. That sounds so fucking good. It was so good. It was like salty and sweet. And like, it was just like really, really good. And then when they, discontinued it, it never came back. I was so sad. But like, it just depended, the, the thing about working at Ben and Jerry's was, that was amazing was like, I mean, I gained 30 pounds, but it was like, <laughs> you could just have bites, like, cause you could just always eat the ice cream. Right. So it was like, you didn't have to commit to a flavor. You can be like, I want a bite of that. I want a bite of this. So like, you really got to like try it all. The coconut seven layer bar is so bomb. Like that ice cream is so good. I, when but I, I think my classic, sorry, my classic, if I'm go if I have to pick a favorite Ben and Jerry's uh -huh. flavor, they're, Coffee Heath Bar Crunch ice cream is unbelievable. I think that's my number one. I like that one. There's what's the one that's like extra coffee, like coffee buzz. Coffee, buzz, coffee buzz. buzz, buzz, buzz. Okay. I used to, my mom used to get that one. Um, I was gonna say when I was younger and I used to go to Ben and Jerry's, I used to think if I ever worked here, I would eat so many waffle cones fresh from the waffle cone maker. And I did. I think that that is the yummiest smell in the entire world. Is Absolutely. A fresh waffle cone. Oh my God. You had to take, so like you had to take like um, a popsicle stick. And so you would like pour, you would, so like you would pour the batter in the waffle press. And then when you pressed it, it would come out the sides. And to keep it clean, you had a popsicle stick that you would run along the edge and it would pull all of the like drippings off. And then you could eat that. So you were like in the process of making waffle cones. You were eating a lot of waffle cones. I love that. It's always fun. Like those little funny, like processes of making certain yeah. foods. Like I used to work at the concession stand at like our, you know, like little league. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Little league. And Ugh, I, all the cool, the, the snack bar girls are always the coolest girls in town. Thank you. I was a snack bar girl. I used to make the um, cotton candy and that was always like, so fun. It always looked really fun to make, and then it was actually really fun to make. <laughs> like that was one of those things that felt so satisfying because you like you put all this sugar in there, and then you go like. Around. And it is like one of. I'm like I actually still don't understand the science of cotton candy. Like I don't know what's happening. Yeah, even while you're making it, you're like this. Do you like fine. cotton candy? Like eating it? No. I don't like how sticky it makes my hands, and I would have to say one of the worst flavors something can be like cotton candy ice cream. Flavors. Ew, I'd rather yeah. die. Well, that's not true, but like it's, I don't want it. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. Bubble gum is the same for me. Bubble yeah, gum flavored not, things. Ew. Absolutely not. I do think the one take I have is that when done right, birthday cake can be really good. Oh, oh, flavor. oh, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Agree. A lot of people think it's disgusting. Well, I think sometimes it's way too sweet, but if they get that right flavor of like the vanilla cake. And if they have a chunk. Chunky cakes. Yeah. Do you them? fuck with the, um, do you know what I think are so good? I feel like they're like a little gauche, but I love them. <laughs> the cake truffles from Milk Bar. Oh my God. The rainbow one. Oh, like the funfetti cake truffle from Milk Bar. The worst thing about Milk Bar is that they don't sell those individually because I just want 
bought one. Wait, the one you're here does. Shut the fuck yes, up. Because they, they used to only sell them in packs of three, so I, I would know. never get them. Wait, shut There's up. There's one right near our office that. Wait, where? I'm going to go. Uh, I don't know. I just saw some girls come in with individual ones, and I had the same conversation but, where I was like, wait, you can get them individually? Because I always thought you had to get them in three. So that changes. If you can buy milk truff, the, the cake truffles individually from Milk Bar, that changes the game. I used to have a problem with those when I first- They're so good. Because I live one block from a milk bar. That's dangerous. And I used to get high and just like <laughs> go there every couple days. And I would just be like, by the end, like after a couple months, I was like, I just feel terrible yeah, every it's like time not I good. eat them. <laughs> like, I, don't, I can't, I don't, but they're so fucking good. I don't love most of the stuff there. I find it to be like a little too sweet, so but sweet. those are so good. It's just like, if you just want like one bite of something that's just like well, decadent, I, rich, like, oh, so Yeah, good. I love that. Like something that's really like, it's just like almost too rich, but it's small, so it's like fine. It's so good. Chocolate lava cake for me. Oh, is, is I mean, that. it's the same thing. Yeah. So good. The um, Domino's chocolate lava cakes, like, I don't think I've ever had the Domino's one. Okay, somebody, here's what I've decided. Somebody at Domino's is just like, fuck it. I know this crazy <laughs> recipe that's so fucking, like, I, it, it shouldn't be this good. Like the Domino's pizza is not that good, but their lava cakes are like exquisite. Well, the, I think the Cinestics at certain Domino's are also really special. I've actually never had them. Oh, those are good. Okay, like, so let's do a dessert order. I think they're like the pinnacle of taste. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I know. Okay, I need to try one. Oh, I like Domino's. I haven't had Domino's in a long time. Okay, this episode, <laughs> is it Good Children? Yeah. Oh my God, perfect. Um, this is such an exciting episode. Um, if you guys don't listen to this podcast already, that has blown up over the past year and they are so, so funny. We've had some very fun nights out together. I'm such a fan of them. I was so happy to have them on the show. Please enjoy, or you, okay, how do I want to word this? Um, you may know them as good children or they're from their podcast. Ooh, this is really bad. You may know them from their podcast, Good Children. Please enjoy me going out with Joe Hedges and Andrew Muscarella. I am. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Hi, babe. Hi. <laughs> the starting is always so awkward because we recorded the intro before, so I don't need okay. to like, do any sort of intro. Right. No, I love it. Um, it's so nice to see you in person. Oh, my God. It's an honor to it's be crazy. here. You, okay. First off, congratulations. The success of the pod is truly incredible, but it's also like obvious because it's so good. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, like, it's been a lot of fun to listen to. I, I said that like I was part of the team. I was like, it has been a lot of fun. <laughs> um, no, but so, okay, wait. So, We've hung out outside of me watching you on the internet and vice versa mm -hmm. one time. One time. Yes. Pride party. Yes. I was on a different planet. It, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we all were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was physically at that space, but definitely not mentally there for sure. Um, I felt guilty because I convinced you guys to go to that party and it was sort of under a bridge. It was in a but, parking lot. Yeah. Do you know, like, did the we, story. did you know the backstory to us arriving Holy at that party? Shit. I think you told it to me, but I, I was on um, a, a, a tab of that. So, <laughs> so I don't fully remember it. We, you told us about that party. We were like, okay, we have to go. And then this is actually so humiliating. We were at a bottom, we were, it wasn't even the bottomless. It was, it was our friend's engagement. No, it was our friend's engagement party. <laughs> and we were sitting at the bar and we're like, okay, like Jake is going to this party. Like we're going to go to the party because like what Stop. else are we doing? Yeah. But 
there was like regular tickets and VIP tickets. And we no, were no, like, no, 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 no. we're going to need to be VIP at this. And like, <laughs> for, like and literally for what? And, but there's so many layers of lying here because we were like, okay, we're going to buy the VIP tickets. Like we're going to flex, we're going to show up. And then we per- hit purchase. I'm on, I got a low balance alert immediately. And then <laughs> I, we like looked at each other and we both knew we were like, we have to lie. Like yeah. we can't, we're like, we just did something embarrassing. Like, like we, we have to say we bought GA. Oh, we, our no. friends were like, are you okay? We're like, we just spent like <laughs> a lot of money on VIP tickets for this um, pride party. But <laughs> I think that we were like, we're going to tell you that our friend got us the tickets. That is so we just, funny. We were like, we can't, we can't tell the truth here. But then we just ultimately, I think, never explained it. And, and we really never went did, into the VIP space. I was going to no. say, what did VIP get you that, like, I didn't have Open there? bar, which was nice. Yeah, that was the best Well, part. then that's worth it. We probably ended up yep. spending the same amount yeah. of money. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, there was the VIP space, but we were, like, afraid to go Those are there. almost always bad. It was yeah. the, VIP yeah. spaces are almost always bad. That is so <laughs> funny. I also remember you being like, we're here. And I was like, I, like, realized that, like, I was, like, Nowhere within two hours of getting to that party <laughs> when you I got that vibe. And I was like, like I was like, I was like, I think I was like, come to the exit. And you're like, well, we are like under the bridge. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay, like we're gonna get there, we're gonna get there. And then I got there, and it was like, when I got there, probably an hour and a half after you texted me, there was still like sort of at that point no one there. No, so I was like, what have they been people doing? Under a bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just standing there. I felt so guilty. I was oh, doing no. like floor routines, like in the open space. Yeah, no, it was actually it was, a lot of fun. It was really fun. It was it, like a great day. I had a oh, I had a great day that day. And then we went back to the Exley after. It was a mm-hmm. good and then it gets a little fuzzy, but it was the reason I, we got me and my best friend, David, like got tickets to that event. The reason was because did you, were you guys in New York for the pride before the 2021 pride? No. no. Were, so the, were, were we? we? <laughs> yeah. Listen, oh yes. That was, last the, week. that was my Grinch pride. I was, I stayed in. I was like, I hate gay people. Oh, yeah. Everyone's had, inside. everyone's had one of those. Yeah. yeah. Um, that pride was so ticketed and everything was sold out and it was like I felt like that was literally like the era's tour like it was like yeah. you had to mm-hmm. get like you had to get on and like get your tickets and coordinate with your friends and then it, and then it was like getting tickets to the sold out things to make sure you could see your friends on pride like that was so 2021 that I think David and I thought it was going to be that vibe for 20 so we were like get the tickets and everyone else was like no like you can go to a bar now yeah. like or like a cool <laughs> and so we just and it was not we didn't like expertly handle that day Honestly, though, you provided us. You got us out of the apartment. Yeah. And that's and all like, that matters. It was a learning opportunity. So are you two not go right, going outers? Yeah. We had this conversation yesterday when we were talking about doing this podcast. We were like, oh. <laughs> 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 I was like, where do we go? What do we do? I think that like. Yeah. Wait, let's get into this. For the context of anyone who doesn't listen to, hasn't listened to Joe and Andrew's pod. That's incran- insane. Go listen to it. It's called Good Children. You two have been friends since you were seven. Four. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Four. And you're from Long Island from the same town. Yes. So there's like a lot of history there just for the the, the listeners. So I guess like walk me through like what going out looks like now and what it has looked like over the time. Oh my God. And if you don't go out, that's allowed. That's okay. No, we definitely do Once a quarter, I'm out. You know, I'm out and about. Wow. Like no more than that, but like. I don't know. I feel like now going out for me is like I never pregame enough. And then I'm going to like we had an era of just going to like the Rosemont or like Metropolitan and like going to like a few specific really just like gay, gay spaces and like being there and then being like, okay, I'm like ready to go home. (laughs) Yeah. And 
I think that, like, prior to that, like, for us, like, we weren't partiers in high school. That's, like, kind of the premise of, like, yeah, yeah, so, totally. like, we literally were not breaking rules. And I think that, like, for me, I literally learned to drink at 21. Like, yeah. I fully did not drink before. Where did you I guys was, go to college? Did you go to college? I went to Loyola in Baltimore. It was, like, a Catholic school. It was, I know it. Yeah. I commuted to Hofstra on Long Island without Incredible. a license. Commuted, yeah. So I was driven. <laughs> <laughs> he was driven sometimes. <laughs> all four years? Oh, all four. Oh, yeah, all four years and sometimes by my mom to school that's incredible thank you yeah i made it i made it past it um but yeah so like the premise the the backbone of going out didn't exist for me um and now i feel like i'm still learning what i actually enjoy and what like freaks me out a lot of times i'm just freaked out yeah what and walking through freaked out everything freaks me out i'm like okay. what are we doing here like it's like yeah it really i mean like we we did go through parts of our lives where I feel like we were going out and we were dancing and we were having fun. I feel like you had that experience when you were living in New York and I was in Boston. Yeah. And I, yeah, no, I know. For how no, long? I, mm-hmm. Two years too long. No, man. For sure. And He's going back next week. Yeah. For how long? <laughs> for like five days. Why? It's just because like I still have friends there. So I'm like, why I did you visit. move there? Okay, because this, this literally sucks. No, I moved to Boston because, again, um, in high school, like I always wanted to live in Boston. I don't know what it was. I was That's it not so abnormal the to me. Be Harvard of it all. It wasn't the Harvard of it all. It honestly, shockingly, was like the Boston College of it all oh, right. for me at that time. And I was like, I want to live in Boston. Like everybody's so cool in Boston. And that was the time that I was like really vineyard vines out to the core. Um, and then I'm. Wanted to chase that after I graduated. So you sort of, it's so funny, you sort of like rebelled against Long Island culture with Martha's Vineyard culture. That's exactly, that's, that's so crazy. The perfect way to put it. Looking <laughs> back on it, it's like, yeah. what? It was troubling. Yeah. It was troubling to see happen. It's in like real you, time. <laughs> I was like, you who learned. is this person? Who is he becoming? Was yeah. that a miserable time for you when he was in Boston? Oh, yeah. I mean, Andrew was like, I mean, I have, I always say this, which is like fucked up because I have other friends, but like my only friend, like truly who like really knew me and understood me. So like when he went, away to school I was like well, what am I supposed to do and then when he was in Boston mm-hmm. I kind of at that point be- had my party girl era I was working at BuzzFeed yeah. so I had like the BuzzFeed gay moment and was able to I was like going to like the blonde and like being like an, an adult and I was jealous I was looking at your I was like oh my god Joe's having so much fun in New York City I felt going very to club cool cafe. were you yeah. having fun actually or was it performative I was having fun I was like with a bunch of people who were just like doing so many drugs and I was like literally straight edge like I was like drinking but like watching them do drugs and wow. then I'm like just like staying out until 6 a.m. by default with them. And that was, like, yeah. it was fun, though. It was, like, very anthropological for me. I'm sure. Point. That kind of makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, we, so, but you don't go out as much now. Is sort of. I would, I would say that we go out, like. You were at the Eagle this weekend. Listen, that was my second time there. Um, it's a space. It, it's a space and a time. Let's just say it was a space. And I, <laughs> I, I did have um, uh, a time. But yeah, I was at the Eagle this weekend. That was one of two times I was there. Um, Would you ever go? Oh, yes. Yeah. I think we but had the conversation. Is, we were like, we honestly need to start doing things like that. Because but the like, issue is we can't go together. Like, there's a lot of spaces where, like, if we go together, we're not going like, to. We are so codependent that, like, we will stand next to each other and then, like, whisper, so. speak to 
to each other and then go home to get I also, okay, so, because I also, part of, I think, why I connect, I think I told you guys this probably like a million times, but like, part of why I connected so much with your guys' podcast is because I have a gay best friend who, I'm from a small town in Vermont, we were the only two gay people, but I've only known him since I was 12, so it's not as impressive, but like, so he's been friends so, my like yeah. entire life. And so I really connect with like that. And we are so platonic that mm. a space like the Eagle would be intense for me with it, him. Yeah, that's I the problem. It's just, there's an intense it. like platonicness. I was explaining this to my gay friend who has had sex with like literally every single one of his close yeah. friends. And I was like, there is like a, such a deep level of platonicness and it's not rooted in prudishness. It's like, it would feel incestuous. Like, yeah, yeah that's I, exactly it. And it's like truly familial. And it was like, I don't know. I don't think you can explain it unless you have it. That's I, I, exactly yeah, what it is. It is exactly yeah. That no, and that makes that makes total sense yeah. to me. I think that if we're gonna go, if we were gonna go to the Eagle, you together, have to be like okay. we have to be with a group of people, and we'd that, have to split up, and we'd have to be like, like, like just, I'll go to the bathroom. But still, if we would go home together. Exactly. I'd be like meeting yeah. in forty-five minutes. Absolutely, Absolutely. Like you have that's, the keys. But that's how we are when we go out. Because you also live together other. currently, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like we share one brain cell. It's like we share one wall for sure. For sure. There's like it. nothing. It's like actually there is, I think we're reaching a point with it where everything we, every single thing we do is together. Like it hit me this weekend too. Like we literally, there has not been a night spent where we have not like spent the entire evening together and then been like, okay, good night. And then woken up and spent the entire day together since we moved in together. Yeah. Unless one of us has another plan. And Which is like, wow. and it's been really great. And like creatively, creatively it's been amazing. amazing. Mentally, but how long have you guys been living together? We're almost at two years. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like amazing, but intense. It's yeah. I mean, like it's Are amazing how dating? we dating. Like, is that, th is this too personal? But like, I'm willing to no. talk about anything. Okay. So, yeah. but like what's dating look like when you guys have this intense of a platonic relationship? <laughs> it actually like. In the early stages, like I'm actually now officially in a relationship, which is crazy. Congrats. For me. Thank you. So it is like this is our first time in a while where there's like someone else who I'm like, I also have to see this person. Um, I think it's still like Andrew's still prioritized, especially totally. with like the pod now, because we're like, I can't like this is like a business that we're building. But um I'll be like, there was a time when I was like, you need to leave the apartment for four hours and, and like, come back. And I like, did. And I would like go see a movie by myself. You saw Bros saw, alone. No, it act that was that was one of the darkest days. Um, Wait, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, just like the wrong thing to have done. And I'm sitting there, I'm literally sitting there in the back of the theater and it's like just eating the popcorn. And the first line is like, I love your podcast. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna spiral. And I did. And I did. Um but no, we're, you're dating. Yeah. I'm, I think the most, the biggest issue for us is we literally share a wall. Our walls are paper thin and like everything that happens in that apartment is like, it's communal basically. Yeah. So like, we've had to be like, okay, again, it's like, I've kicked Andrew out of the apartment multiple times. Or yeah. like, it, we also schedule dates for the same nights. Like if we're, if one of us is going on a date, the other one's like, okay, like. Get on Tinder. I was going on a date and oh, wow. Andrew was literally. <laughs> Listen, like. Your hinge. When you blasted out a message to like 12 Stop. different people. It was like 15 people. It's <laughs> like, hey, how's it going? I was like, someone's going to bite. Oh my um, God. And they did. But. Yeah, no, I'm, like, dating, not really anybody, though, but I'm just, like, seeing people. How long have you been seeing your guy? Um, Since, like, early September. Okay, huge. Yeah. That's huge. Exciting. It is kind of huge. <laughs> that is really. huge. Yeah. yeah. That's objectively huge. Okay. I think that, like, if you're going to take that one. Yeah, so I'm like, wow. Dating someone for a couple months and then becoming boyfriends, I think, is significant. Yeah, it is. Kind I of don't like think that's, like, especially if it's your first time doing that. Mm. Is it not? 
It's not. Oh, just I had a I was, series. I've, yeah, I had like an Ariana era where I like I had like f- a few really intense, really brief. So you're like a serial monogamous. Honestly, kind of, but then like there was just this like, celibacy era in between that where mm. I was like, I'm not dating, but like I, yeah, I had like three, three to five month long relationships in the same like 18 month span. Oh, wow. But that was like, I was like 22 to 24. And you guys are currently 25? 26. 26. Okay, great. Yeah. That was like pre COVID. Sure. And now like this is a post COVID world. Like now I'm taking it in a different approach. Sure. Mm. But yeah, so it does kind of feel different because I'm like, I'm actually like, being using my brain and being cognizant, but also I'm kind of like, I've like done these things before. You're like, I learned a lot along the way. I learned so much. Like again, thank you, Nag. <laughs> saying thank you to Malcolm. Wait, so when the two of you have like a night where like one of these nights you're just just like the two of you doing whatever, are you like hanging out, partying, socializing in the apartment, or are you guys just like sitting? Or, like, what is if you're not going out, <laughs> what are you doing, sort of? Yeah. So no, we went away. We went to Shelter Island for Labor Day weekend with a bunch of our friends. People say that island. Where is it? <laughs> Where is Shelter Island? Shelter Island is all the way at the end of Long Island between the two forks. So it goes North Fork and South Fork. So it's like gorge, gorge, gorge. you can leave from Greenport and it's right in the middle. I'm obsessed. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yes. Stunning. Amazing. We went with like six or seven of our like very close friends. We, I think that like me and Andrew's biggest conflict in life is that we don't communicate when we're mad at each other. And like, mm-hmm. it's easy because we can tell, but like when you don't communicate it, like it just obviously leads to conflict. Um, and like I was be I was definitely being a bitch. Like and it was like on purpose. Wait, pause. Signs. What are your signs? Sun, moon, rising. I'm a Taurus, Sun, Virgo, Moon, Capricorn, rising. Cap rising too. Okay. okay. Leo, Sun, Pisces, Moon, um, Libra, rising. That Pisces moon. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It fucks <laughs> me up in every possible way. Um, and then my Libra rising, I'm like, but I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm fair. Like, okay. My ex has a Pisces moon, and he would always be like, I want a moon transplant. Like, I need a transplant. Yeah. I can't, I cannot really, cross really, this, really like, bear this cross anymore. It is, I'm constantly emotional. I'm constantly crying, like, feeling the weight of the world. Um, in <laughs> okay, this but- particular weekend, I was like, we were like, we wanted it to be, the issue is that we and based it around the episode of Girls when they yeah. got east. And they Where they brawl. get in a huge fight. And I'm the type of person to, <laughs> yeah, we literally based it off that weekend. And I like was kind of hosting the weekend. So like I'm taking the role on being like, okay, everything needs to be perfect. Like I want to make sure that we're eating. I want to make sure that like Virgo we're moon. doing things. Yes. So I'm yeah. like ready to get all of these Now things. that I know you're three, I'm going to be annoying. Just oh no, it's literally, <laughs> that's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. So like that's where my head, my Wait, head what are your is three? Um, Scorpio Sun, Aquarius Moon, Capricorn Rising. Oh, Those are like the three signs I know nothing about. <laughs> They're per- it's it's, it's like I, I'm happy with my combo. I'll say yeah. that. It seems like healthy and balanced. Yeah. Somewhat. You seem healthy. <laughs> I thought I was healthier than I am, but now that I'm single, the Scorpio, the volatility of Scorpio mm. is jumping out in these ways that I'm not fully prepared for. I'm working through it. Okay. okay. We're working through a lot. It's all it's important <laughs> to work through it. Like um Okay, wait. So you want to make the weekend perfect. Yeah, so I wanted to make the weekend perfect. I'm like, okay, everybody's having a good time. Right. I genuinely wouldn't care about what was going on for me. Like I want I do want to make sure that other people are having a good time. So I mean, just to preface, like Andrew's version of a good time is that he was making us get up at 8 a.m. and then leading a high intensity interval training workout in the blazing heat outside for 45 minutes. And like it was like 10 10 a.m. And I think that most people did not want to do it, but everyone was like afraid Listen, to say I wanted to do it. I said optional. Yes, but everyone was afraid to say no. Like we were all in this backyard sweating. 
like in bl- like the direct overhead sunlight panic. Because it's your job, you're a fitness instructor, yes. right? Okay. Yeah. So, so like, I was like, guys, it's gonna be so much fun. Like we were gonna have like free fitness classes. <laughs> he was being a Marnie. Like he was very yeah. much again. It was based around this weekend of girls. Andrew was like, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. I. At some point, someone was like, we need, like, Real Housewives drama. And we were, like, in a car on the way to, like, get dinner, maybe, like, or something. And I was like, oh, like, I'll introduce the drama. Like, perfect. Like, this is why I'm here. And I was like, I'm really mad at someone in this car. I'm not going to say who it is. Are you joking? No, I swear to you. And then he was like. (laughs) I was was joking. Okay, but then it, like, got to a point where, like, no one thought he was joking any longer. Because he was like, no, and I have a list. And Caroline. You're off the list. Wait, this is really so. There's still six people. There's still six people on the list here. Um, so I'll How continue. How big was to, this fucking car? It was like seven people. And then like I, I literally, I'm so I'm like, oh, it's me. <laughs> it's literally me. You it's mad at me? I'm the problem. It's yeah. me. And so that was like our tension throughout the weekend. Was like this, like was that Andrew was on the list. Well, I think that, like, that created a lot of, like, back and forth, like, passive aggression. Like, we, when we're mad at each other, we, like, don't look at each other in the face. So, like, we were, like, doing things together but being, like, mm-hmm. like not actually looking at each other. And, this like, is, like, I'm feeling sick. Yeah. <laughs> it was, no, it's sickening. I think it made you more sick than it made me. This is yeah. when the friendship becomes brotherly because this will be, like, some, like, sometimes I'll, like, show David something and he, like, just won't like it. And I'm, like, well, I'm mad at him now. Yeah. And it's, like, he's that allowed to have an opinion. That's exactly what it is. Exactly it's what it is. So we get back from the trip. Andrew drives back. We are like arrive back in our in Massapequa, our hometown, and Andrew. We're like it's Andrew, our friend Garrett, and we're all going back to Brooklyn. And Andrew's like, okay, like we're gonna get on the train like later on today. I'm like, okay, drop me home. Like, let me know when you're getting on the train. Like, I might stay. I will say the energy in that car was on scary. the way home was so scary <laughs> that like. I was driving with my eyes forward the entire time, and like Joe, you were like slunched over in the front, like sleeping. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, he's mad at me." (laughs) It's game over. Like it's literally so fucked up. Like he's mad at me. So when I'm dropping you off, you're like the energy you're emanating while asleep. Yeah, you're like I'm gonna go. You're like I'm gonna go home. Like I, I probably will stay for a little bit, but like I don't know. Like I'll let you know. So I'm like, okay. So I, I think I got out of the car and didn't even say bye to anyone. You didn't say bye so to So you anyone. were mad. I was mad, but I wasn't mad about it. And at this point, I was just like, I was mad because I was mad because I knew Andrew was mad because he thought I was mad. And I was like, you need and to we, tell me that you're mad because you're not communicating it is causing a problem oh as if God. I was also not doing this that. This is making me physically ill. Yeah, yeah like no, this is the problem with the codependency. No, I yeah. get it. So then, long story <laughs> short, like, um, it's like literally the longest story we've ever told. Um... I'm home, and then I'm like, I'm just, it's, this is also the double-edged sword. So, like, Andrew and Garrett are in Andrew's house. I'm in my house. I'm like, I'm going to go back to Brooklyn and not tell them. I was like, I'm going to get on a train and not tell them. Right. So, I get on the Long Island Railroad. I'm like, I'm going home. And then I'm like, I'm going to, somehow I find out that Andrew and Garrett are in an Uber right. going back to Brooklyn without telling me. And I, in my, in my head, like, space, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, like, obviously Joe is mad at me, like, I'm gonna let things, like, mull over. He wants to stay at home, so, like, I'm just not gonna say anything. Garrett's like, I wanna go back, so I'm like, let's just maybe Uber. How much is an Uber from your hometown to Brooklyn? It How was much like, was it? It was, like, $50. Oh. Which cheap. was nothing. And if three people split that, nothing, but I wasn't invited. So... And he didn't tell me he was going. I'm... <laughs> Wow, this is the thing is because what you're actually mad about is the fact that there was an opportunity for you to be legitimately mad about the fact that he took the Uber, but because you took the train already, you can't be mad about it because yes. he would have said no Literally, So that's what you were mad yes. about. Yes. And then I made the problem worse. No, <laughs> no. It was like, you didn't make the problem worse. 
I think I made the problem worse. There was oh yeah, we got, both made it worse. No, this so is weird. a this is a perfect storm. This is like a cold enough front. <laughs> it was a, a the cold girls front in the heat front, like yeah. absolutely. It was girls yet, like so. I'm on the girls yet. Like, <laughs> like Lena Dunham could not have written it better no. herself. No. So I was like, I know that they're in this Uber. They don't know that I'm on the train, and they don't know that I know that they're in an Uber. How did you know they were in an Uber? My friend Rachel was with them, and she was like, Oh wait, like I thought you were getting in the Uber with them. Like they took an Uber. Very innocently. And then I was like, oh, you just ruined my life. I was writing Andrew letters on the train. I was like, this is the last time I'm ever going to speak to you. Like, Like, podcast is canceled. Literally, yes. I I was reading the note. I was like, I searched good children in my notes app, and one of them was like a literal letter I wrote where I was like, who's to say what will happen with good children? That (laughs) is so crazy. (laughs) So I was texting him, and I was like, hey, like, I might get on a train soon. Like, let me know what you're doing. Meanwhile, you're on a train. I'm on a train. You're so toxic. (laughs) No, he's toxic, but again, like, I, in this moment, was like, oh, fuck. Like, I didn't say anything to Joe that I'm on the way to the city. So, like, I don't know why I crafted this lie, but I lied. Yeah, yeah. So I say to Joe, I was like... I'm, like, anxious. Yeah, it was so bad. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, And I was literally what like... What did you do? I said to you... <laughs> didn't I say to you, I was like... You said, are you in an Uber? And I was yeah. like, no. We ended up taking the train. And so Why? he's saying he's on the same train that I am on. Because you don't know. This is a yes. movie. Like yeah, the no, twists and turns of this. So you lie and say the train that you, you are on the train that you don't know that Joe is actually on. And Joe is pretending to not know that you're in an Uber and you're texting from that yes. Uber. Yes. Oh my yeah. God. And then so it's it getting gets worse and worse. And then I think so I was worse. like, Rachel told me that you took an Uber. Like, why are you lying? And then you were like, I didn't, I didn't, I'm on a train, why are you trying to start a fight? And that's when I went nuts. I was like, I'm being gaslit. Yeah, like, I'm being and I was attacked. And I was at what really point do you reveal, I know you're not on the train because I'm on the train? No, he didn't, so you didn't reveal. I have get to reveal that I'm on the train. Because yet. he, then he says, I'm oh, I, think that, I don't think you said that I was on the train. I think that you texted me and you were like, oh, I just got to Penn Station, like, are you at the ACE? Yeah, because we technically should have been dependent at the same exact moment, and we should have been taking the same subway home. And I'm already at home. So, so I was like, like, I caught you, and I kept doubling down the yeah, line. So I was cut. like, let's just meet in Penn Station then, like, if we were both on the same train. Yeah. And then you stopped responding. Yeah, because I was like, I am i don't know what to do. And then, like, obviously, I was walking myself through. So now you're like, sitting oh, okay. in the apartment you share with Joe knowing he's coming home mad. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, he's coming home not just mad, but scary. Mad. Like, <laughs> like, scary, scathingly mad. And, like, I am somebody who really doesn't do well with confrontation. So I'm, like, thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, fuck. Like, I need to say to him, like, I lied. Like, that was so stupid. Whatever. So let's let's fast forward. You get home. I get home. I immediately leave. I no, throw my bags on the ground. I slam the door shut. I don't look at him. And then I sat in a park for two and a half hours in the pouring rain, listening to The Archer by Taylor Swift. <laughs> that was my. And then like I I worked through Why? a lot. Yeah. The Archer. <laughs> Why? I have been the archer. I was in that situation. I was literally the archer and the prey. Mm-hmm. Do you, you know what I mean? a song that doesn't have a beat drop. Like, oh, that's my whole life. Like, <laughs> zero beat drop. I was like trying was to make myself beats. so much more miserable, like really in a victimizing moment. But then something like switched where I like we I think we both at the same exact moment like were able to like see the opposite person's perspective. And I was like, I'm gonna come home and like I'll have a real conversation. And then as I was walking home in the rain, yeah, actually, (laughs) as I was walking home, you texted me and you were like, I'm sorry. And I want to have a real conversation about this, like in the exact moment. So we were able to like walk into the apartment and like, 
we kind of squared up. We were we, like, yeah. it was very tense. It was tense, but like it was a lot less tense than I thought it was going to be. And the conversation was amazing, incredible. And I think that like it did set the foundation going forward for yeah. us to be like, listen, if we're going to be going into business together or doing a podcast together, especially being best friends, like if situations like this do arise, there has to be like a level we of need to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like Absolutely. It, it's especially about feelings and about emotions and like, because then it's going to lead to lying. It's going to lead to, but we were like, again, we're like, it's all for the story. We're like, yeah, that's a great we, episode of something. Of something. We, I feel like we, yeah, we did set a really good foundation with it. Yeah. Like, there's definitely been moments, especially in the past two years of living together, where, like, there's been flare-ups of, like, I can't even look at you. Like, for no reason. It's just, like, mm. so much. Yeah. But since that moment, I feel like we kind of have figured out, like, oh, we need boundaries. Oh, mm. like, we need to maybe, like, have friends that aren't, like, each other's friends. Like, we need to do things on our totally. own. Like, yeah. um, it's literally, it's like a marriage. I'm so sorry. That's no, okay. No, but. <laughs> it looked like he was like worried that I was gonna be. Mad. I thought you were no, about to like, yell at me. It was like the, you're adding the drama. <laughs> yeah, were, I should have. It was like the law and order, like done, done. <laughs> no, but it's like it. It is like you have to also to grow as individuals. You have to do certain things. Like, yeah, separate from each other. Oh yeah, for sure. Like otherwise, it'll yeah. just the codependency will deepen. Yes. Yeah, I think that that's we're amazing. Slowly, we're splitting apart in a healthy way. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah we're Wait, so what does it, okay, so back to what we were talking about before the technical difficulty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like an what hour ago? <laughs> yeah, this is so good. No, I love it. What, if you're not going out a ton, a ton, or we're yeah. not, you, it sounds like maybe the issue is we haven't really found yet the groove of what going out you love. Yeah. yeah. Going out we love and like is the that, group that we love to go out with. And is that I true think. of both of you or do you feel like one of you is more adept at going out than the other? Like, <sighs> hmm. Mm. It's interesting because I I do personally think that I would want to go out, but I'm also somebody who's like, oh, it's late. You know what I mean? Like, oh, sure. I have work in the morning. And that's like, I hate being that person, truly. But I do like like to go out and have a good time and like dance a little bit. What are you guys doing on the weekends? What are we doing on the weekends? What are we doing? I mean, like, I feel like as of late, I have been going out or I've been hanging out with friends that like yeah. are at like a house, like we're doing like a little house party or we're having yeah. a dinner or we're doing those things. Sure. Um, but like, yeah, I really want to like, I want to find, I think I need to find a space that I enjoy, like a club mm -hmm. or a bar that like doesn't literally scare me. Yeah. And not like for any other reason, but I'm like, this place just seems like, like a liminal space. Mm -hmm. Like most of Brooklyn to me, I'm like, these spaces freak me out. Well, it makes sense if you lived at home until 24 that like there'd be, yeah. you have like an intense, your bar of what is like a familiar space is like incredibly it's, high. Yeah, exactly. So that's going to take a minute. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It's always. A I feel like you guys lesson. need to find a bar in your neighborhood that is not popular and just start that's going there. The goal. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what. And I think tried. that'll start. Do you hear that? Are yeah, aliens like, coming? Yeah, I was supposed to say. What is that? Up? I think there's work being done in the building downstairs, but okay. we can take that out. No, it's fine. I just was like, "Am I crazy?" Yeah. Um, no, but I think start by finding a place that's dead that you and just like the two of you and maybe like a few other friends go yeah. and then that'll become your space and then you will once you have a space that you feel secure and you'll be able to branch out yeah okay that sounds amazing yeah okay that's yeah. a good task I think us. that's we I think it sounds right yeah we, literally all someone needs to do is tell us what to do when we do it like, like, <laughs> that's why adulthood's hard because they don't do that yeah, yeah. there's no manual yeah. Oh my God <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that um 
Yeah, yeah, no, I feel like I need to find, I also like want to get in, like, I don't know why I'm saying this on a podcast, but I want to get into like drugs, you know, like I want to like experiment. Okay. Like, never have <laughs> like. Okay. Be careful. Have I, you ever experimented? Not really. No. Okay. I just want to do like Molly. Like. Okay. Be careful. But of course. Yeah. You have I to mean, be careful. <laughs> I think that again, the baseline for me is careful. So yeah, it's like, no, it will totally. be done almost in a Petri dish. Yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. But like that's, I think that's honestly what I'm gonna need to like enjoy myself, which is not amazing. That doesn't sound like a healthy decision to make. But you know, I think sometimes you have to overshoot to then course correct back yeah. where you actually need to yeah. land. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's again, good these, these little nuggets of wisdom. Yeah, really like I'm older than you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a good child. I'm a good, somewhat adult. I mean, I'm like bar- <laughs> a barely functioning adult. <laughs> <laughs> um, good child, no, adult. I get that. Can I just be honest? Skip Coke. Like, skip Coke. Yeah, yeah I have no skip interest. Yeah, I have zero, like, skip zero Coke. Interest. I honestly also can't afford it. No, well, there's that, but also, like, just skip it. It's the one to skip, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've always, it's always been the one that just has no fascination to me. Yeah, I can't say that was true of me, but I, and it's not like I had a problem, but, like, every time I've done it, I felt literally, like, hell. Yeah. From yeah. It. It's just not good. Okay. It's also bad for you. I mean, they're all okay. bad for you, but, like, <laughs> it's like, like the I would say it's the worst it's one. one. Of the, it's pretty bad for your heart. Yeah, oh, this heart can't. Heart. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say this heart can't take anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so but what are you? Are, so are you guys like? Is it like when you're hanging out at home? Is it like wine and watching YouTube videos? Like what are we doing on like a night in? It's a, it honestly does depend. I do think that like we tend to talk a lot, right? Like we'll yeah. watch a little something, but like I think that we're getting out of our watching things era. Yeah, like I can't watch TV anymore, and that freaks. It's usually like watching TV yeah. and like smoking a, like literally one hit of weed and saying that's enough and, and then we're then, like oh my god like i have an idea i have an idea and then and we're then just we're, like brain dumping for two hours yeah. and then we're like okay wow. time to go to bed we're like oh my god we just wrote a movie and then <laughs> and like, that's like, actually what it is yeah. and that's like every day that's yeah. cute that sounds it intense is, yeah it's not that intense it's not that intense it's it's like more of like a it's really nice to have somebody that you can like creatively speak to and not feel there's like zero judgment. There's yeah. always like a, Oh my God, that's such a good idea. And we're crying, laughing, like cracking up the entire that's time. Amazing. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. So sometimes I'm like, why would I want to leave this situation? And it's like yeah. fun to bring people in. Like I love hosting yes. and that's the Leo in sure. me. Like I literally love bringing in people, but I, I don't love stepping out. Okay. Mm. Do you do, are you guys restaurant girls? Like even going out for food? Oh my god! Getting yes. into dinner—it's like becoming a big thing for me. Where are we loving? Oh god, that's where it ends. Last night we went to <laughs> a, like. It's like I don't have any specific restaurants in mind that I enjoy. I just like I love when someone else makes that decision sure. for me. Yeah. I love to eat and I love yeah. to talk so elaborately about food in like yeah. a crazy way. Um, but yeah, last night we went to Rinton Ten, which yeah. was great. Soho. Um, yeah. yeah, we. We ventured. We ventured. It was another fucking long story that does not need to be told, but we did end up at Rinton Tin. And like those experiences I like. I like being out. Again, it's also the sex in the city format. Like I need that kind of lifestyle where yeah. I'm like, let's get drinks. Let's be crazy. Then like, let's go home. Totally. And mm-hmm. like, I love going home. That's yeah. the most yeah. important thing for me when it comes to going out. Is like the idea. Yeah, you of and I are home. so different. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Are I you the person that you like? Let's keep it going. I, it's not like, it's not necessarily let's keep it going because I'm not like, I don't really like escalate. Like, I'm not like rage, rage. Like, I'm not like, I'm not like, let's do shots. But like, I, like, I will have, I keep a full calendar. Okay. Like, if you want to get dinner with me, like, we're looking at two weeks out, probably. Right. 
Usually, usually. Now that I'm not bar, like I like now that I'm not bartending, I have a little bit more time. Okay, but like I usually keep like nights pretty booked Mm. with different things, and I like to have like a plan. And it doesn't have to be the whole night, but I just like a night. And I'm working on it because like, mine's like to a fault. Like I go out too much. Not mm. and I think I it's. I want that. I I'm know, jealous. but I think it. It was. I think it. It was rooted from living in like. I feel like I say this every episode that the podcast listeners are like, shut up and talk about <laughs> something else. But it's like I think it's just it's so rooted in living in Vermont and feeling yeah. like there was nothing to do and always mm-hmm. fantasizing about being here and having things to do. And now there are things to do. But now I've been here for eight and a half years, and it's like you can have a night in, babe. Like yeah. you've been doing it. So it's like I'm trying enough. to like balance it a little bit. But I do prefer at least having like a dinner or drinks moment, like at yeah. least like yeah. a happy hour or like getting food or something. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, I kind of like need you to like bring us out and force us to stay I'll, out. Well, like we'll, that would we'll be a do dream. It. Oh yeah, you also live by a ton of my favorite restaurants, so we'll go out to dinner. Oh my god, name some. Yeah, I was just about to say. I that. just realized I don't because you guys are in William, where in Williamsburg roughly are you? Like uh, we're like by the movie theater. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, so Leo. Yeah. The pizza restaurant. We honestly, I have never. I don't know been. why I'm always talking shit. Like I've never been there. And I have nothing against it, but I'm always like, I'm not going to Leo. Okay, it's, it's so it's good. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that okay. a lot. We should. Okay, so Leo's great. Um, that's like one of my favorite Williamsburg restaurants. Um, ha ha ha, which is down by the water. Yeah, literally incredible. Mm. Okay. Um, Suzume, which is like a little. Far, that's kind of over by like Metropolitan, but it's Hawaiian food. Oh my Ooh. gosh. Yeah, those are all okay. good options. And then all the gay bars are right there. Yeah, yeah. they are. Which um, I love. Those yeah. Are my favorite spaces. Do you actually? No. Because <laughs> I, <don't> <laughs> I, I do remember you looking at me when I was tripping on acid on Pride at, under the bridge in the parking lot and going, I hate gay people. <laughs> Is that what you said? I don't remember saying that. I, I do... think you said, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I hate gay people. Oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> it was, no. but again, that was if, the, if I had a Grinch. Um, a Grinch Pride in 2021, like my Grinch heart grew three times its size. Pride totally. 2022, I was like, oh, I like gay people now. I and get, like, I very much relate to what you're talking mm, about. It was like a, I mean, it was literally internalized homophobia that I was like disguising as like it's internalized homophobia, criticism. and it's also if you weren't, if you aren't in that world, when you show up, you feel like such an outsider. You're yeah, like, I yeah. hate this. Yeah, yeah. It was like a lot. Like, of I don't confidence. fit in. It was a lot of like, I don't fit in, and I like feel. projecting that people didn't care about me or like didn't want me there so I was like oh my oh, god like fuck all of you bitches like you're fake you're losers and then like realizing that I was the one who was acting like that and I was 100%. like oh like 100% again it's me I'm the problem it's me always being the anti-hero it's crazy how that lyric is just it unfortunately is like applicable to literally everything everything, everything. <laughs> it has gotten me through so much yeah, in the past month and a half she was my number one on Spotify this year <sighs> anyone who she wasn't I'm like well, Beyonce, you allowed to. Yeah, well, that's yeah. absolutely yeah. But like, I was be careful. It's <laughs> really a good point. Um, but anyone who like when Taylor isn't on the list, I'm like, mm, mm. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, every, we were talking about. I was like, should I unfollow these people? Like, this is a statement. Like, they don't get it because it does feel like they're willfully doing it. It's, it's like it's you're not an accident mm. at this point. <laughs> yeah, you have to intentionally. They're the problem. They're the problem. It's them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I am also the problem. It's also me. Like. We yeah. all have problems. When that song came out, I was like, damn, she did it with this one. She did. Yeah. yeah. 
She really did. did. Were you guys, were your families doing restaurants a lot out on Long Island? Mm-hmm. Your family was. My family's a huge restaurant family. Like, did you have would, like the spots? Yeah, we have these spots. Like I feel like every single night, both my parents were working and they would come home and they were like, okay, we're going out to eat. Where do you want to go? So like that was very much the the vibe of the family. Although my mom was an amazing cook, but yeah, we we definitely would go to restaurants. And now I'm taking on the motherly role, I think, in the apartment, and I'm, like, cooking the dinners. We're exposing such severe, scary <laughs> codependency. Yeah, Andrew cooks yeah. every meal for us now. But you don't I cook? Lo- no. I love Do you know cook. how? I, there was a moment where I auditioned for Worst Cooks in America, singles edition, last <laughs> summer, and I did get rejected. Um, which was tough for like my morale and my spirit and my confidence. But wow, I think that, that how many reality shows have you auditioned for? That was it. I didn't seek it out. Like they they emailed me and I was like, oh how did they God. know you were a bad cook? They just I guess they just felt it. They got the vibe. They I think they the were more so looking for like it was like when I was like really popping off on like my personal TikTok. I think they were like looking for like people who they knew they could like get sound bites from. Gotcha. And I was like, oh my god, like this is my star vehicle. Like I'm gonna do it. Did you guys have TikTok followings before the podcast blew up? I didn't. Joe did. Yeah. Yeah. Like following is subjective. Like it was like 80k, and it was like from things That's I wasn't. But it was like um. I was doing like the Abigail Williams like crucible drag TikToks like choose like in 2020 and then I completely quit and then had to like come back. Who's Abigail Williams? The Crucible, the witch, oh, like the pilgrim. Yeah. That was my moment. And then like I yeah, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I abandoned it. And then like that it was beneficial, I think, in launching the pod that we were able mm-hmm. to like kind of use that following as a launching pad. But then like I think that now, obviously that is now like a side thing that people don't really care about. Sure. Which is like mm. great for me. Do you have a personal sex? Yes. You I do, but I'm I'm, I'm so somebody I know I literally am some somebody who has always struggled with social media and like I just like genuinely don't like it and I'm not good at it and I need to get good at it. <sighs> See, I'm I also don't like social media, which is stupid. But I feel I like don't. you're so good at it. I just but I I'm but the thing is I'm not. I'm good at TikTok is easy because TikTok you can TikTok you can do whatever you want on. Yeah. Obviously, you have to, like, suck the algorithm's dick, like, at yeah. every impasse, like, to, like, play the game. But, like, you can really do whatever you want. Instagram, yeah. I find, really, like, I it's so formulaic and it's so, yeah. like, and I'm also really bad at, I'm really bad at visual aesthetics. Like, mm-hmm. I have no artistic skills. Like, I have no visual art. So, like, making things look pretty on Instagram, impossible to yeah, me. Yeah, like, same. Um, I love social media. Joe's, no, I know. Yeah, like you're so good at sickness. it. The second, the second my career gets to a place where I don't need social media, Same. deleting it all. I, yeah. I don't believe you. No, I, I don't want to delete it. I want to hire <laughs> someone. I worked for like years oh. as other people's like as the voices and the posting for like celebrity clients, and like that was like my job in my mid twenties. And my dream is so. Are to those do people that. okay? Wait, I have questions about that. So okay. like, I'm gonna pick a celebrity. You don't have to say whether or not yeah. you did it because I'm sure you can't. Like, let's say you're doing like. Amy Adams TikTok or okay. Instagram. Yeah. Like you're doing like Amy Adams Instagram. So you're like doing her posting for her. Mm-hmm. You're doing her stories. Mm-hmm. Is she ever looking at her own Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. No, the whole thing is like, it's very collaborative, but like a lot of the times gotcha. it's like, I mean, obviously someone like Amy Adams doesn't have the time in her day to be like, I want to make a TikTok. So like there's someone being like, you should make this TikTok and like, she'll approve it. And then she's like, okay, great. Or like Instagram cap- captions and copy, wow. like all of that, like. I think, I mean, I'm sure it's subjective depending on each person. Like, some people probably don't give a fuck, but I feel like most people, like, are looking at the stuff before it goes live. And, like, mm. I just don't think they're posting it or really, like, spending their time on those gotcha. apps. Which I'm so jealous of. I love yeah. having it, and I love, po- I, like, love sharing. I love sharing my life with the world, <laughs> but, like, I don't, 
I don't enjoy like how addictive it is and like it's yeah. all I think about. Yeah. And which is beneficial for things like the pod, but like sometimes I'm like I literally just want to read a book and I can't. Like I can't physically bring myself to pick up yeah. a book. I feel like I just hate that it feels like there's constantly it is so hungry for you to give it your personal life mm -hmm. and like everything. Yeah. And I have no interest in like my personal life being on the internet in that way. Like yeah. that's not like, like I'm not like a lifestyle influencer. I'm not like a vlogger. Right. Like mm -hmm. I don't really want you knowing my personal life, but I feel like yeah. the, in, the, the apps are so designed for that yeah. Yeah. that it's like scary. It feels like this abyss that's like sucking towards it. And you're constantly mm -hmm. like, what other content can I feed it? So that I don't have to talk about like who What's I'm dating. Yeah. yeah. And I think that like, that is something that we've, uh, we've done with, the podcast itself it's like we're putting literally everything out there about our lives to a point where like to I'm a like point, I wish we didn't I know I'm kind of but also at the same time I'm like then my own personal social media I'm like you already know everything about me so I'm like I don't really want to post anything more that makes sense but yeah. I feel like you guys don't you guys talk about your history more than you talk about your present mm, it depends though it like, there's some things that I'm like I wish I didn't tell people that like I have this insecurity that like I've like now sure. everyone has like, like a lot like I think that like it sucks because it is like the algorithm where like you know if the more honest you are and the more like specifically vulnerable you get, like the more people like obviously will connect to it and like that helps people. But sometimes I'm like, fuck, like everyone knows about like my every single sex issue I've ever had. <laughs> and I'm like, no, like you can't listen to the podcast. Like yeah. you can't. Like it's like those things. Does and, your like, does the guy you're dating listen to the podcast? No, he does not. What? Like his friends do. Oh, okay. So I'm like, you guys, like they know more about me than he does. Like, That's, which is, I think, healthy in a way. I think it's healthier than him listening. Oh, yeah. I agree. He, there's a boundary. Yeah. yeah. He did watch a Patreon episode like in the past week. Sure. And I was like, turn that off immediately. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like that's the one. Like I... I'm glad that we took a break also because I'm like, I want to make sure that like we're being like literally healthy about what's being shared and like what's mm. being I think that's there. really smart. Yeah. Because it's easy to put everything out. I feel like it like the, feels good, but I'm like, yeah, I feel like, I feel like the healthiest rule is like, if you're currently processing or dealing with something, don't talk about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Talk about everything in hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. It's a really good point. <laughs> Your really, face is like, I like, haven't. Because I know we really like, I haven't processed a single thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working on it. But yeah, that is a really... Oh my God, I keep doing this. I kind of love that sound. I wish I was like timing it at good moments. Yeah, it's not getting at dramatic moments. Yeah. So it's kind of out of... But we'll get there. No, but yeah, that is a great point. And I think that I've always processed things online in a bad yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. We're you know, learning. We're learning. I don't think it's necessarily bad to process things because I think it is helping people. Like if you post an insecure, like yeah. it is just like, what are you sacrificing by being the person who does the yeah. posting? It yeah. is, the response has been overwhelming in that sense. Like we are like people feeling like they are being healed through us talking about those insecurities that yeah. we, you know, we're putting out there. But are these like things on the Patreon? Like do you hide these behind a paywall? Or are these like on the main? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like episode three or like, okay, yeah. what's the worst? Like what's the worst thing about yourself? Yeah. Like, okay, let's, oh, let's dive in. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting because it also does kind of empower you because I'm like, oh, like now that this thing's out there, like why, what do I have to be like ashamed of for it? Like I'm owning it. Oh, a hundred percent. Which is a whole other thing. Like I think that that's like, I mean like we're also at this point that we're, since we like wrapped season one where we've been like really reflective on the whole experience and like I think the people that we started out as in May versus now are like wildly two different people and I would say it's. How so? What's like the biggest change? 
I think just like confidence yeah. and like the way that I'm walking through the world now, I'm like, I don't feel as like desperate to please people or as like afraid of judgment. Cause I'm like, mm -hmm. I know now like that, like I'm can speak to people and they want to hear me speak. And also like, I mean, it sucks. It's external validation, but I'm like, I yeah. don't feel as like, sometimes you need ex The thing is like, the truth is that like external validation won't heal you, but it can be the thing that gets, it gets you to the place and then do the internal work to internally validate. Like yeah. I think it can help. Correct. It's like a nice tool to use. A hundred percent. You just uh -huh. need to not get addicted to it. I know and because also then I'm like, one day it's going to spin around and it's not going to be validation. It's going to be like criticism and hate. And like, that's just a guarantee. There's also, happen. there's, there's, it's like, there's criticism and hate. And there's also just like, sometimes it like goes away. Like you're, yeah. Yeah. the algorithm leaves you behind for a second and you're not really getting any attention. Right. And like your followers are going down and you like have to be like, that doesn't actually reflect on like me. Anything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the that's why I need to get into therapy immediately. Like that's yeah, I'm like raw dogging it and I can't. Same, I'm like really pushing for therapy. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, you're being ghosted. I'm being ghosted by a therapist that you've been seeing. No, I've never seen them before. But well, like, okay. I will say that like we were texting nonstop, and I definitely <laughs> did pay. And no, I swear to you. And then how much money? It was honestly only like an eighty dollar processing fee. And then, like, it would be a $25 copay every single time I saw them. But, like, that's a good price for therapy. I have some, I have great insurance. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they, and then she's she's ghosting me. So, I mean, like, she's not the only therapist out there. She might be dead. You're so right. People forget when you're getting ghosted that the person might be dead. They were, like, so Maybe perky before Thanksgiving. And then post-Thanksgiving, it was, like, silence. I thought my agent was ghosting me for a while. And then no. um, she posted on Instagram. She had had a baby. Oh, my God. I just didn't know she was pregnant. Oh I literally love that. I was, like, texting my manager being, like, what's going on? Like, why haven't? And then literally it was, like, she posted, like, it was, like, only, like, a two-day thing where yeah. I was, like, she hasn't responded to anything I've sent. Like, I had this question. Like, is she mad at me? Like, and the, and she was, like, I think everything's fine, but I'll go check. And then, like, she posted on Instagram, like, welcome to the world. And it was, like, no. a baby. And I was like, Congrats. I'm an idiot. I was like, amazing. It's so great. It's so easy to be like, is there anything lined up? <laughs> oh, it's a God. good reminder that the world does not revolve around you. Yes. Um, okay, wait. I think we should wrap up by planning. So this is how we wrap up every episode. We plan out a night together. Oh, my God, perfect. please. So I think we already kind of did it. Yeah. But let's talk. Okay, because I, like, I have a lot of restaurants over there. What kind of cuisine do you want to eat before a night out? Oh, God. Oh, That's a really good question. <laughs> There's a lot of factors here. You matter more than I do in this. It's not even that I matter more. I just, like, would probably, like, I have, The like way <laughs> that was, the way you just called him a bottom is so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, so I was going to, I was going to blame it. No, I was saying uh, more so IBS. Oh, yes. okay. No, I was, that's not what I was. It's literally, like, bottom you IBS. You are the one. It's like, either or is the same. They're one and the same. Um, so, which you say IBS, you're a bottom. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So oh I would God. say something that probably <laughs> limits my dairy intake. But besides that, I'm literally fine. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't know. But that's the thing about me, too. It's like I'm totally willing to spiral tonight. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and like we could get pizza. You know what oh I mean? Oh my god! You want? Oh yeah! Like I would go to Leo. So I would go to Leo. Leo. We could go to Kings County Imperial, Love which Kings is incredible County. Chinese. Yeah. Or we could go to Suzume, which would be very light dairy. I kind of feel like in the Suzumi moment. Yeah. 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 Cause they have like sushi, ramen, and masubi. Oh my god. I'm yeah. Into that. It's very good. Okay. Is there like a cocktail of choice there? Okay. Part of me feels like they're beer and wine only. There's okay. alcohol. Okay. Wait, okay. we never even talked about this. What do you guys like to drink? Oh my god. It has to be quick, but I'm curious. Um, honestly, for me, it's so sick. It's a Jack and Coke. That's not that good. Like out of the club. Like, are we like I mean, I feel like I'm always and stinks to say, but I'm I'm ordering a Negroni. 
Okay, respect. You know what I mean? I feel like it's just been like it's having its moment, but but yeah. like out of the club, out of the club, I'm getting uh, tequila soda. Okay, yeah, same usually. Yeah. Not a Jack and Coke. It depends on the night. If I want to like have a chill night, if I want to like be crazy, like which one's crazy? Coke, I think uh, tequila soda. Tequila okay. and Coke. So I feel like an old man, like with like a cigar. Okay. Like that's my dad. <laughs> like the sure. Survive. Yeah. Okay. What are, you, what are you drinking? Um, if we're sitting down and having a drink of martini, if yeah. I'm yeah. out, a gin and soda. Okay. Oh, interesting. A, a gin, gin and soda. soda. Wow. It's, okay. it's really good. <laughs> okay, I'll try it. Yeah. I can barely handle a gin and tonic. Yeah, but that's because tonic is way more intense than gin. Yeah, but tonic is like a sweeter option. But it's also bitter because it has quinine. Does it have has a what? That's why tonic is bitter. <laughs> Wait, this the, is science class. It's quinine? I guess this is the bartender in you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Qui- there's like a, quinine. Is it quinine? Yeah, that's what it's called. It's quinine. He pulls quinine out of the Yeah, no, like, okay, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> and that's like it's like bitter. It's also good for your joints. That's why old people drink tonic. Oh, oh my god, um, I'm gonna start drinking tonic. tonic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but gin and soda. Okay, wait. So we'll go to Suzumi. let's do to let's go to Suzumi. Okay, and then we're having gin and um, sodas. Well, yeah, well, you'll try gin and sodas, Martini. and then we can bop. There's Metro there. There's yep. Macri. There's okay. Exley. Macri, I have never been to. Yeah, no. And that's I think next for me. Yeah, I think Macri's in an interesting space on the on in the demographic of gay bars right now. I okay. think it's in an interesting because I think it used to be Metro Macri were like pop in. Okay. And Metro was always like the number one girl. I feel like that was like baseline. Like Metro is the main gay bar of that area. Mm-hmm. And then Macri was like the like the Mets to the Yankees of it. Do you know okay, what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Exley has sort of now, and Exley was like, you can go and there's, it's like the rando of it. It was, it used to be a straight bar, then was a bi bar, and now it's gay. Like Love it slowly that. came out yeah. over the years. It like was the place you could always get a seat, you could get a cocktail. It was like yeah, never crowded. Yeah. And now everything's flip flopped. Mm. Exley is the girl, yeah. she's the belle of the ball. Macri is sort of, I think, becoming what Exley was, and Mac and Metro is becoming what Macri was. Oh my, oh my god. I think that's the new I that's sort of what I'm sensing. Actually, I can't no longer. And enjoy. then Rosemont is like an after school daycare program. Yes. yes. No, actually. <laughs> it's actually so crazy. It's I walked in there and I was like, I like, and I'm not one to be like, I'm too old for this. Like I don't yeah. think I'm that old. I will walk in there and be like, this is a little much. Yeah, it was creepy. It was, I was like, like your vibes. I was there. I was like, I can't be here anymore. Yeah. I was like, every single person here is 16 years old. It's a little intense. Yeah. It's a little intense. So I think we can sort of explore those options. Okay. All right. Okay. With that lens, like with that in my mind, I'm really going to be taking that all in, thinking about the actually being the bell. Of, I want to see if she's the bell of the ball that night. She, I feel like yeah. She's always packed I, now. I feel like. We, I went there in like early on. When was I there? It was a few days ago. And we went there early and it like wasn't crazy. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, and there it goes. Do you know what I mean? It just like happened. And Mm -hmm. it was like, and now it's intense. Mm. I think we also just need friends. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was like having that thought. I was like, it's also like we end up, especially gay friends. We've like, I feel like collectively like four gay friends. Mostly girl gays. Yeah. I think. Okay. Well then we'll go out. We'll do this. Please. I haven't been to Suzume, Su, ooh, Suzume in a minute, so I'm down for this. Okay, okay. perfect. That's okay, so amazing. So thank you so much for doing the show. Okay, thank, thank you, you for, for having, having us. us. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to Going Out with Jake Cornell. If you could please go and rate and review us on whatever you're listening to this on, that would be really gorgeous for me in a huge way. So thank you. And now for some credits. 
Going Out with Jake Cornell is recorded in New York City and produced by Keith Beavers and Katie Brown. The music you're hearing is by Darby Seesai. The cover art you're probably looking at was photographed by M. Cooper and designed by Danielle Grinberg. And a special shout out to VinePair co-founders Josh Mallon and Adam Teeter for making all of this possible. 